0: Hello, I'm Strider, your host here at Author in the Headlights, and today we have the opportunity again to speak with Beth Bacon, a good friend and fellow author, and we're speaking specifically to authors this time, not necessarily about book their books or her books, but about Amazon ads and algorithms, how to get that book out there and seen and viewed and all those things that you want to have done. Hello, Beth.
1: Hi, Strider. Thanks for inviting me.
0: You bet. Thanks for coming back. So what is this information about Amazon algorithms? Um, obviously, it drives sales in some way, but what's what can we say?
1: Well, the Amazon algorithm is what connects the person typing in keywords with your sales page on Amazon.
0: So the customer looking to find your book because they don't know it otherwise they'd already go right to it so Mm -hmm. how do they find it those things those keywords
1: right um I have a book coming out um about grandmothers so if you're a grandmother and you're like I want a book about grandmothers to show to my grandkids they might type in picture book about grandmothers I as the author want my book to be on that first page coming right up and showing um that potential customer my book so that they can click on it go to my sales page and then of course you've got to have a convincing sales page that has them put that book into their shopping cart so So, they actually
0: type in kids book about grandmothers or whatever they're going to type in because who knows what they're going to type in But they want you want your book to come up
1: yeah i'm going to do that right now well of course my book's not out yet okay she's
0: actually doing this as we're talking
1: I mean, we can talk, but there's one, there's one called Grandmother's Dream Catcher. I Miss You, Mental Health, a book for kids. I'm, interesting why that, that doesn't even have grandmother on it.
0: But the algorithm caught it for some reason. Grandmother's
1: love, grandmother's promise. So what the algorithm does, it's going to put the book that it thinks best meets the customer's needs. So how do you get your book to be the one that best meets the needs of whatever the people are typing in. Uh, The first thing is remember, 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 your first customer is the algorithm and your second customer are humans.
0: You sell to the algorithm and then people find it.
1: Right, because if you don't sell to the algorithm, it's probably not gonna pop up, then you don't even get the chance to sell.
0: Well, I actually have a personal experience about that. Before I really knew what I was doing, which I probably don't still, we learn and we learn and we learn. The two books I wrote that are out there easily on Amazon is Stone and Luna. There are a 100 books with both the name Stone and Luna. So, you know, 150 deep, you have to go to find mine unless you have something else in there other than just the title. So that algorithm brings that book up when you want it.
1: Okay, so let's go to the the number two thing then. That is a subhead. When you put something in KDP, you get a, a subhead. And that's always Kindle use a Direct subhead.
0: Publishing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, in Kindle Direct Publishing, when you're setting up your sales page, you always use that subhead. Even if you don't have a subhead on your printed book, even if you do have a very poetic uh, subhead already on your printed book, in the KDP Form put in a subhead that you think will help direct that reader to your book
0: because the algorithm so, will read that and it will direct people to you.
1: Correct. So let's say I'm going to make this up. Um, you know, instead of the book Stone, what if you had a book called Pebble? Pebble. It's it's this. Oh, I have a new um, one now. Okay. So you would you would put in a science fiction fantasy or steampunk science fiction fantasy for teens. If that's what your book is, like be super descriptive on like what you think that person, if someone's like, oh, I love steampunk science fiction and I'm a teenager, you're not going to really put in I'm a teenager, but that's what we call a keyword. Ask people, you know, who like your book, how they would describe it or what they would put in to um, a search engine to find it and and make that be your subhead. So that's now, number two. First is remember you're selling to the algorithm. Second is great um, subhead. Th- the third one really is part of that subhead is keywords. Yes. Ask people what they really would type in to find your book. As the author, you're probably not the, m- m- you're probably too close to it. So I would survey people. The other thing you can do, if your book has already been out there for a while, look at the comments that people wrote and pull out the words that you see common. Maybe it's funny, you know, maybe it's heartfelt, maybe it's great characters, maybe it's something about the genre.
0: In the Um, reviews.
1: In the reviews, what have people already said about it? But if you don't have any reviews yet, if your book is new, then talk to your friends and people who like that genre the other thing is to look at competitive works what what were people saying about those books that also apply to your books and you can find those words so make a huge huge list of keywords and then the i think we're at number four the fourth thing is write the blurb using those keywords Write no, you're, the blurb. you're not
0: talking about the back cover blurb. You're talking about the sales blurb that goes into.
1: Yeah, I call it a blurb. I think it's called well, it description. There. On yes, that's true. Amazon calls uh, it description. What, what is, the one thing to know about it, it has a, like three or four lines and then it says read more. So put the, the most important stuff in the first few lines. Just jam pack that with keywords don't use your professional words use regular people words
0: because that's what people are going to be searching for when they type in yes they may not even spell the other one but they do know how to say it their way and, and layman terms i hate to use that because we're people we're people but
1: yeah uh, the simpler and, and you're you're writing it for the algorithm and the algorithm has two things to think about it has the thing that your cust- your potential customer typed in and then has all the descriptions of every book ever written. And so it's trying to match them to
0: find those matches.
1: Put those words in your description, make them human sentences. But like I have a lot of for kids, three to five, for young children, for reluctant readers. When
0: mm -hmm. you go back through through your um, Amazon ads data that you do come up with, I do use Amazon ads. Uh, and the search terms that people use to get there. It can say almost the same thing with a different word switch, but it comes up as a different search and it pegged on that one and it clicked over and it shows me what that was. And I said, well, like, we just said that here, but no, that's a different one with a different click because it was written differently, even though it's the same thing. So it's very, you need to double load as you said.
1: My list is off pretty much free stuff. So if you are doing advertising, that's a great way to like rev up the algorithm. But use that data as your keywords. That's a great way to figure out what your what your best keywords are. And have you ever been surprised at which which keywords are working?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Wow. That's what that's what
1: I mean. Like the author doesn't know what really. That's right. So what were some of the surprising keywords that to you? Can you think of any?
0: Well, some I actually found, I don't want that. So you put it as a negative keyword, then you remove that from your list of things or say, yeah, we're not looking at that version of it. <laughs> um, huh, so there are interesting things like that 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 came up that it was like, and you end up paying for those. for. That's why you got to put them as negative because that's not where we're going here. I don't want to pay for somebody clicking on an ad that and they're looking for something else. Um, so it's good information too, because then that helps you qualify your terms and your words and your listing.
1: Yeah. Oh, another thing that I want to say is in your blurb, do not ever write another book title or author. Do not say if you like Harry Potter, you will like this. I'm not sure if it's this. Amazon's always changing, but it used to be that they would literally remove your page if you compared it to another book. So in your description, don't Mention another author or another.
0: That's good to hear. I have people, I have heard people say those kind of things, and I'm not sure of it myself. Although you do need to have that comparison data for you as an author, you need to know similar to books like if you're talking to for an agent, you say it's similar to this and something that's new and update, not 50 years old, some new upcoming that's being read. So they know what kind of a category, what to look at before, before they even look at your book, you know, they need to have that kind of information to it. So that is important there, but not necessarily on your Amazon ad.
1: Yes. You remember you're talking to the algorithm and the algorithm has rules and they don't want people to cheat and say, this is the next Harry Potter. That's like a thing that isn't really fair.
0: Also with agents.
1: So you're talking to the algorithm. When you talk to people, you can say, oh, it's just like Harry Potter. But but when you're talking to the algorithm, which is your description, do not compare. So, okay, there's two more things that that we can talk about that you can do relatively cheaply or free to help Mm -hmm. sales right away. And one is get a lot of reviews. The more reviews, that's interaction and activity and the algorithm loves activity. If somebody makes the effort to go to your page, that means means a lot for the algorithm. It
0: does. say That was a win. I'm going to do some more of that.
1: Yes, success breeds success. And so if somebody made the effort to read your book and then go on the website and and type something up about it, they know that that there is enthusiasm there. So do whatever you can in real life to get people to write reviews on any part of the internet. Uh,
0: I fully support that. In fact, one thing about ebooks and and audiobooks is many times at the end it automatically links to a review this because it's done instantaneously right there. Which yeah, is not the same for really for print books. Print books you don't have that availability and you have to go somewhere else to find this thing on Amazon. People don't even know where to find that. And you don't have to buy your book in Amazon in order to do an Amazon review. As long as you have read the book, you can be from the library. And then yes. you put in and in link you go to the, the book name page. So I mind mean, you go Stone, you know, or, or The Adventures of Ronin Stone or Strider SR Klusman to find the book when that book page comes up and you go all the way down to where it says reviews. So you have to go down a couple draws of your page to go down there. And then there's a little button there that says write a review. Anybody can write a review. They don't have to buy it through Amazon. And most people don't know that. They don't even know where to find it until you've done. I've done lots and lots and lots of reviews and lots of things. So I know where that is. And it's so hard to get reviews. I once heard that one out of eight books sold will get a review. I think it's more like one out of 80. (laughs) It is hard to get reviews, but they're vital to an author or book title sales. People go right to it, Uh, 15 reviews. I don't even want to play with it. 1,500 reviews, they'll buy it. It's almost that critical.
1: I tell people, like, say I got it at the library or my friend gave it to me or I got this as a gift. Um, In the review, you know, everything is measured, right? The longer the review, the better. So it it just adds words to the review, but it also is honest um, because uh, the algorithm obviously weighs verified purchases higher does. Than, does. than not. I have been looking at the Amazon algorithm for many years. All of this is stuff I've just learned by watching. Yeah. So there is nobody from Amazon who will ever tell you how the Amazon algorithm works.
0: It changes and, all the time.
1: And it changes all the time. Right. So they probably couldn't even tell you. It makes sense that a verified purchase would be weighted higher
0: Absolutely. than...
1: One that, you know, it could be your next door neighbor or your mom writing that. As far Um, as they're concerned, too, you actually bought it through them.
0: It has more value because you bought it through them than if you go to the library. But it still qualifies and it's still available. And I still think if you got a book you just love, make sure you do a review on it. Not only is it for the author, but but let other people to know this book, I agree with. It's great. It's a great book. You'd love it for whatever reason. And tell them the reason. Um, it's, it's. Yeah, and I even like
1: reviews that aren't good. You know, we'll know, my my books use the word but, like you're. Backside. Yep. yep. And um, some parents don't want to buy a book with a word button. in it. So that's I appreciate true. the people who are like, I hated this book. It had the word but in it. So that's information that is helpful. So I don't really mind bad reviews, quite frankly, because someone else doesn't is make it be... a bad review.
0: It's an honest review and a reason for it, not just it's a terrible book. I hate that author.
1: You know, sometimes right.
0: you get some of those. Um...
1: Yeah. and And so everybody has different tastes. And then then the sixth thing, which is very important, but a lot of authors, I think, skip it, is the look inside. Don't forget to use the feature um, in KDP to put some pages in for look inside. It's important for several reasons. It does help the human people know what's, what's in your book and what it looks like. But also, again, it adds interaction to your page. Somebody is clicking on that. And and the algorithm measures how many clicks. Because and so the more clicks on your page, the more time spent on your page, the better. So don't neglect the look inside.
0: And Amazon is not the only person, of course. Uh, draft to digital has their thing where they send out to everyone in your audiobook versions. It's not just audible, which is a big one through that, but it find a way voices goes through, you know, 40 or 50, uh, and they all have their methodology. And they each have their own list uh, for reviews. They don't combine for everywhere. That's what I was trying to say. Everyone has everything differently. And even on Amazon, I've, I did sold books in the U.S., in Canada, in Germany, Japan, and, you know, Australia. And I don't know where they're coming from, although you can find that information. But they don't all show up in, under, under the reviews for the U.S., So, but if you market from other places, then you go to that country because I've done it say, where did they go? And sure enough, if I go to Canadian um, Amazon.ca, I guess it is Canada, then under there, they have another set of reviews and some of ours. So it's an interesting process. The whole thing, their algorithm is amazing. It's changing. It's a a all by itself with people input, it wouldn't be what it is without it. So we do have to learn to respond to it as though it was a person, sell to the algorithm first, and then the people will follow. So amazing. Um, once again, we are running out of time simply because it's so easy to talk about things writing when you're a writer. Um, and it's all integral. It's all part of the job, part of the business. And in fact, one of my early conferences said, if you're going to be a writer, then make writing your business. Don't just write or it'll just sit on your desk. Beth, once again, we filled out our day. Thank you for joining with us here at Author in the Headlights. I'm Strider, your host, and we are sponsored by DurhamandPublishing.com. Check them out. Check out her books there. And when you do read a book, give it a review. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Beth.
1: Thanks, Ryder.
0: Till next time. See you then. Sponsored by durmanpublishing.com.